Happy Friday, everybody. Uh, I'm coming at you a little later than usual. Usually I have these recorded on Thursday or early Friday morning, but it is almost 9 p.m. on Friday night, and uh, I just finished watching the latest episode of Mad Men from Season 2, Episode 4, Three Sundays is the episode that um, I watched today, tonight, just now. And uh, it was a lot of outside of the office. I love these characters, but I also really love kind of the inter inside the office um, machinations. Is that a word? The inner workings of the uh, advertising world. So at first I thought, oh, geez, are we just going to be outside the office the entire time? And... Um, I wasn't too crazy about that. Are we just going to have a personal life? But we definitely got inside the office uh, for a pretty big uh, possible client. But that's a little later in the episode. The episode uh, is titled Three Sundays because it pretty much mostly takes place over three separate Sundays. Uh, Two weeks before Easter, uh, Palm Sunday, and Easter Sunday. There's some Good Friday in there. Uh, there are some, um, a little, well, I think that was mostly the work day. And then, then a lot of people came into work on, uh, Palm Sunday as well, but let's, let's try to start at the beginning. I just finished it. So obviously it's all fresh in my brain and, uh, I didn't write anything down, no research, just kind of winging it. Um, we have Peggy who is trying to go to church, I guess, with her family again. She's with her sister, with her mom at mass. But she tries to bail early, and she ends up running into a young priest played by Colin Hanks. I had no idea he was ever on this show. I don't know how many episodes he's in. I don't know if this is it, the one and done. But he plays a young visiting priest who kind of takes a little interest in uh, Peggy and the her family. Her mom takes real interest in him uh, because you know, I think people just doted on young priests then. I don't know why exactly. But they just thought they saw them almost as rock stars, as royalty, as special, probably because they made them feel closer to God. But he had a little small talk with her and um, he, she was trying to leave and he kind of guilted her into staying at mass. Uh, he was outside having a cigarette, which I guess back then seemed normal. If I saw a priest smoking now, it would look a little it would seem a little out of place. But I guess in 1962, very normal. Um, but he ends up also having Sunday dinner with Peggy and her family. Um, and she tries to, well, actually, they stay for a little while. Uh, they get a family photo. We get, to see, we get to see a little bit of more of Peggy's family. Her brother-in-law has, like, a bad back. He doesn't want to get off the couch. Um, he doesn't really, the, the priest is talking about, you know, he went to the Vatican, but he never really met the Pope. Uh, and when Peggy goes to leave, he says, oh, let me, can I give you a ride? Now, my first thought was this priest is a creep and he's going to try to hit on Peggy. That never happened in this episode. I don't know if that means it's going to happen. I don't know what, but as far as I can tell, this guy is um, just a priest, just an actual priest who wants to be a priest. He actually because he finds out that she works in uh, advertising, he actually asks her for some pointers on a sermon. And she gives him just some basic ones, you know, make eye contact with one person or two people or whatever, just to keep you focused, make simplify it a little bit. 
and be confident in what you're saying. Now, he comes back on another Sunday to give a little note to Peggy with the sermon on it, basically thanking her for the help. Um, Peggy's not there because she's working in the office. We'll get to that. I'm basically going to stay with Peggy's story and then bounce around um, to the other people's Sundays. So Peggy isn't with uh, the priest or her family this time, but they had some family friends there. But the priest can't stay for lunch, for dinner, for Sunday dinner, because someone, uh, another parishioner was sick, so he had to leave, which made sense. But you could see when he mentions Peggy, mentions the sermon, mentions um, that she helped him with the sermon. You could see her sister was upset or jealous, uh, mostly upset. She was like, oh, oh, she helped you, huh? Interesting. Um, And really with Peggy, the rest of the time on that Sunday, Peggy was uh, at work. And we'll get to the work in a little bit. We'll get to the work in a little little bit. Um, But... Sometime during the week, the sister goes to commute, goes to confession, and basically lets the priest know that he is, she's angry at Peggy, she's jealous of Peggy, and Peggy had a child out of wedlock. Now she didn't say her name, so I don't. I but you could assume that the priest knew who she was and knew who she was talking about. Um, but you could, the the sister was she was upset. She was jealous because Peggy had a kid and just lives on, goes on doing whatever she wants and doesn't think anything of it. And I have to admit, she's kind of right. Peggy's um, at work doing whatever she wants, living on her own. And I think this baby is being raised by her sister, I think. Um, and no, no consequences. Um, now, on the third Sunday, Peggy's back at church because it's Easter Sunday. And... Uh, at the end, you know, she's like, oh, hi, Father, and all these kids, and she's like, oh, these children. Almost like, I can't, I don't like being around children. And the priest is like, um, oh, you know, you like my sermon? Thank you. Here, she hands him an egg. He goes, for the little one, and he walks away. So that's his way of saying, I know you have a kid, and um, you should probably take care of your kid, and, I, and I'm judging you. That's the way I got out of it. I'm judging you, and don't think you're all, you know, as hot as you think you are. And that's how the episode that's not how the episode ended but that is um maybe that no that is how the episode ended that was Peggy's story though but her story did intertwine with uh everyone else's when she spent that middle Sunday at work now the middle Sunday we'll get to that we will get to that but there the other main story the main um kind of overarching story in this episode was Don's home life his first Sunday it was spent with the family. It was just um, just a regular Sunday at home, I think. Jeez, you know, it's, it's sad. I just watched the episode. But, yeah, they just kind of hung out at home. And um, their daughter made them Bloody Marys, would pour them drinks. And they just kind of hung out all day until they crashed at night. And um, they're jumping around in the bed. The bed breaks. And they realize then that um, she's like, go to bed. And she's like, the daughter's like, you didn't feed us dinner. They realized they just hung out and drank all day. Oh, that's right. They were going to go to a cookout, but they pretended Don was sick because so they could stay home. And the kids walked in on them on top of each other. Then later they're dancing. It was like a romantic kind of Sunday. Um, 
but little Bobby was getting in getting into trouble. Like he jumped on the bed, the bed broke, he was playing with the record player, uh, something screwed up there. And Betty, who I'm starting like to like less and less every episode, um, she just comes off like a spoiled simpleton. I don't know if that's the proper thing, but it's almost like she's, I don't know, she just, she she's, I think she's awful, but I'm not certain yet. Sometimes you feel sympathetic for her. Sometimes you just feel like she's terrible. Um, and this was an episode where I did not like her at all. She wanted to... Now, she, obviously, she's frustrated because she has to stay home with the kids all day because she's outnumbered, even with the uh, babysitter or the, um, the nanny. doesn't count. Um, but she wanted Don to spank Bobby. Um, and, uh, of course, Don was like, he's not going to do that. He's like... You know, don't do that. You broke something. She's like, sorry, daddy. And he's this cute little kid. And, uh, you know, Don looks at him like, you know, like he's the, he's the proud father. Um, that was pretty much the first Sunday. The second Sunday uh, is when Don realized that he was getting called in to work from Duck. Duck with a D. Um he was getting called in because American Airlines pushed everything up and they needed to get Kraken for their American Airlines meeting. Now, at that time, he's making pancakes. Bobby gets too close, burns his lip. Betty's angry that she has to take Bobby to the, to the um, emergency room and they have to take the daughter. I don't know why I can't think of the daughter's name um, right now, but it's Don, Betty, Bobby, and I don't remember. Sally, Sally Draper. Uh, so she, so he's like, can't Sally go to your friend's house? She's like, it's Palm Sunday. I'm not going to do that. So he has to go into the office and he brings Sally Draper in with him. And just Don was wearing something where it looked like the quintessential Sunday relaxing look of the 60s where he was wearing a collared shirt with a sweater and like pants that were pulled up too high. And it just looked like the casual dad I don't know. It just it just rang true to me. Basically, just about all of this second Sunday was in the office, and all hands on deck, figuring out what to do for American Airlines. I enjoyed that because they had ideas. They're scrapping ideas. They're all kind of you know pointing fingers. They're all trying to work together. Uh, all the secretaries are there. Sally's there. Sally somehow gets a drink. Um, they're all kind of waiting on Don. Uh, at one point, they, um, what's his name, gets yelled at. The, the new head of the TV, I don't remember his name already. He's like, what are you doing here? He said, I'm head of television. Uh, they have all these spots set. You know, they have all these. They're ready for all this, this great pitch that they're going to do. And they worked hard on it. And they were ready for it. And then, I believe it was Good Friday came around, and they just found out that the guy who was their inside man uh, at American Airlines, the guy who kind of helped them get this meeting, was fired. And so they all knew that this whole thing was a lame duck presentation, just going through the motions. And that's exactly what happened. Don comes home, and he's just upset. And Bobby's playing with a robot, playing with a robot, playing with a robot. And 
at the dinner table, he makes uh, Sally spill her milk. Betty yells. She's like, Don, do something. Don picks up the robot, smashes it against the wall. He's like, is that what you want? He goes upstairs. Sally, uh, Be- Betty's running, you know, chasing after him there, fighting. And, you know, he's saying, you have this, you have that, you have the stables. I, I work all day, make this money. Um, and she's like, don't do that to me. And you have, this, you have the nanny. She doesn't raise our children. And you, have to, you should do something. And she wants him to basically hit the kid. She pushes, she pushes Don, and, and Don shoves her back, which was a little, like, like, it was jarring. You know, it's jarring anytime you see uh, a man lay hands on a woman. But it also was, like, it felt, like, realistic. Like, it wasn't, you know, like, a weird angle where, oh, obviously he missed her. He didn't hit her, but he did give her a little shove. And, um, and then something... After that, something very sweet happened where, where Bobby came in and said, I'm sorry, and asked about his daddy. Did you have a daddy? And um, you guys said, I did, and he was bigger, and he was a farmer, and he did die. And Bobby's like, we need to get you a new daddy. And it was just like the cutest little thing. And he's like, come here, and he gives Bobby a big hug. And um, by the end of the night, you know, he goes, he's in bed, and he's not really looking at Betty, and Betty's... Uh, like, you know, Don, say something, something, anything. And he basically opens up to her a little bit and says, you know, my dad used to beat the hell out of me. And all it made me, all it made me feel was that someday I wanted to be the one to kill him or I wanted to murder him. And you could see Betty kind of, for the first time, understand maybe why someone who is beat as a child doesn't want to get beat. Because in the episode earlier, she's like, your father hit you and it turned you into the man you are today. Yeah, well, he isn't the man he is today. He's he's Don Draper. The man he he should be today is Dick Whitman. So that's what it did to him. Made him want to completely friggin', you know, forget his family. So hopefully um, that sunk in with Dum Dum Betty. Because I do not like Betty Draper at all. Uh, that's pretty much Don's uh, episode. Oh, wait. The guy, the comedian Jimmy, who who uh, was was the Utz potato chip last week, uh, while they were working, this woman came in, um, who was the the manager, and they had a little affair going on. Um, she came in and uh, she wants to pitch an idea of a kind of a candid camera type show with Jimmy hosting, and he liked it, but they you know so that might be something that's happening in the future. Um, and then she tries to she kisses Don. And he's like, I'm working right now. And then I think she threw her her coat on the ground. And my first thought was, is she going to... How do I say this? Um, without sounding like a creep. Is she going to get on her knees? And is the door locked? I hope the door is locked. I don't know if anything happened because they didn't revisit that. That was just where it ended. Um... But I'm guessing something happened there. Uh, and I th- think that covers everything with Don this week. Um, I mean, he had some interactions. Um, one of them was with uh, Roger Sterling. Roger Sterling had an interesting episode. He met up with a client um, that was with uh, Pete and another guy, the guy who was the writer, I can't remember his name, 
uh, he wrote the book, Skinny Blonde Guy. Someday I'll get all these guys' names. He hasn't had much to do, this guy, outside of his, um, you know, outside the office. We haven't seen him really do anything. Um, but they were meeting with a client, and they brought a woman in, uh, a hooker in, and Roger met her. And she's like, oh, I'm his, I'm his wife. Roger believed it, and then he asked about it in the office later this week, and Pete's like, um, that's not his wife, but we can get you her number. Um, he goes, yeah, yeah, I have the... So it ends up uh, another night. They're together at a hotel. She, he's I haven't done this since... Um, I think he was in the service, I think he said. Basically, he paid for a hooker. He paid for this specific prostitute hooker, call lady, woman of the night, whatever you want to call her. And uh, he paid extra just so he could kiss her and then paid more just to take her out to dinner. He is, um, it's like he's jonesing to be with anyone who isn't his wife. Now, early on, early on in the episode, I forgot, the f- first time we saw him, he was with his wife, his daughter, and his daughter's fiance. Now, I thought his daughter was much younger than that. I forgot. Like, I thought she was like a teenager. And she even looked young. I was like, are they trying to make her look, look a little older? And she, I don't know how old this actress is. But she's getting married. She wants a really small wedding. Uh, and Roger wants a bigger wedding for his, because his wife wants to have a nice wedding for his daughter, um, for her their daughter. And, you know, I, I assume they'll have a wedding at some point in the show. But um, it was just some, you know, a moment of Roger being the nice dad, the nice father-in-law, the family man. Very nice. And, oh, yeah, let me get a hooker and bang her in a hotel room and then take her out and walk with her and then go to a restaurant with her. That is Roger Sterling, Sterling in a nutshell. I want to drink, I want to have sex with other people, and I want to be a loving husband and dad. Roger Sterling. And he told her, look, I have, uh, I have health issues. She's like, oh, nobody's ever died doing this. Shut the light off. I don't know what happened. I recognize the actress. I don't know what I recognize her from. Many things. Was she in Hot, Wet Hot American Summer? Maybe. Maybe that's what I recognize her from. I don't know. Um, but... That was really most of what Roger did. He also had a nice conversation with Don at the end. So the American Airlines thing, they didn't get it. Uh, Don was basically pissed at Duck because they screwed, they got, they dumped Mohawk Air so they could have a chance to go at American Airlines. Uh, and he's pissed because he, he says to Roger, he's like, you know, we, we got that guy to get new business, not to lose old business. But... Um, you can see Roger didn't care about losing the old business. He's like, isn't the chase part of the fun? You know, like, old business is old business. What's, we're, we're trying to move on to something new. And uh, it seems, he goes, when it works, it's like having that first cigarette. Your knees are weak. Your, your, uh, your, you know, your loss of breath. I'm like, yeah, that's, that sounds terrific. Um, and I think that was it for Roger in this episode. And that was pretty much the entirety of the episode you know a little Pete here and there we saw Pete in his I'm guessing his uh, tennis shorts a lot of these different guys came from um, whatever they were doing on Sunday to all work so they're in like relaxed clothes Sunday you know uh, casual clothes Um, and then of course I can't remember his name Kinsey I believe Uh, he's the one who has the black girlfriend and while they're waiting in the working that Sunday Sally Draper's walking around, just kind of looking at all these different things. Uh, talks to um, Joan about having big ones. She says that my mom has big ones. You're gonna have, I'm gonna have big ones someday. 
And then she's with Kinsey and she, he sees the picture of the black woman on his desk. And she says, is this your maid? And it's like, you laugh because of how awful of a question that is. But at the same time, it's just an innocent kid who doesn't know any better. Uh, and he's like, no, that's my girlfriend. And she didn't seem to care after that. She, didn't, she wasn't in shock. She's like, oh, do you kiss her? He's like, sometimes. Do you lay on top of her? And I realized he saw Daddy laying on top of Mommy earlier in the episode. Uh, so that's where that came from. And, of course, Sally got drunk. Um, but she just had a little bit of a drink, so it wasn't a big deal. Uh, geez, I'm trying to think if anything else happened in this episode that is of great interest. As you can see, I'm not talking outside. First of all, it snowed overnight, so my outdoor podcasting days are probably over. I'm actually talking into my fancy microphone, into my uh, Macintosh computer, so it sounds much more professional than it normally does. I should probably try to do one in a, in a whole episode in an accent like this. Um, I think I've covered everything. We got Peggy with the priest. We got Betty who wants Bobby to be beaten. We got Don who won't do it because he's a better man than his father. Sally likes to drink and talk to people that she's working with. Roger likes hookers. And American Airlines doesn't like any of them. So I've seen the photo on, of, like I looked up cast photo season two. And um, it was like all of them standing together and in the room waiting for the um, American Airlines to get there. And you saw that shot in this episode, so that was cool. Also, uh, Cooper, Mr. Cooper, Burt Cooper, he likes to walk around the office with no sock, with no shoes on, just in socks. And he steps in gum and he fires a girl because he sees her chewing gum. And she's like, how could that be my gum? I'm still chewing it. And Duck, it was, it was actually kind of nice. Duck said, lose the gum. Go have lunch. He'll forget about it, you know, and then you, you, you can come back later. He'll forget he even fired you. Um, which is not another way you think, like, you're just another woman. He doesn't matter who you fire. So there was a, that. I saw, I saw it both ways where he's just old guy. Don't worry about it. And it's also like he just looks at you women as you're all the same. So it doesn't, you're interchangeable. It doesn't matter. I don't know. But I think that covers everything in this episode. Um, Don, don't lay your hands on your wife. But Betty, don't be Betty. Peggy, maybe you should uh, spend a little more time with your kid or any time with your kid or have some responsibility with your kid. Pete, get longer shorts. Um, Sally, lay off the sauce. Bobby, don't get into much trouble. Am I giving like, is this a new feature that I've just come up with where I give uh, advice to some of the uh characters in the episode I kind of like it um, but anyway I think I've covered it all oh and Roger um, stay away from hookers you know nothing nothing can come uh, you know n- not everything's pretty woman nothing is like pretty woman besides pretty woman nothing good can come from uh, hiring a hooker right it's just it's bad so uh, that's it that's for my advice and that's it for this episode Friends, I thank you for listening. I feel like because I'm sitting down um, and it's nighttime and I'm not outside talking next to like a, a, a vent making noise that I could actually take more time to speak. And I feel like this is why this episode is a little longer. It's like almost 10 minutes longer than the last time. But um, I appreciate you guys for listening. I appreciate you guys for downloading and subscribing. Now, if you do subscribe, 
whether it's through Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, uh, Anchor, if you have the Anchor app. Um, I appreciate it. But what I would love is if you do get us through Apple Podcasts or through iTunes, if maybe you could go over and leave a review. Because um, reviews, like I've never tried crack, but I'm assuming that um, it gives you a similar feeling to iTunes reviews because iTunes reviews make me feel make me feel so good. And I'm, I mean, I guess that's what crack does. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's been around for a while. It's obviously has some sort of uh, allure. I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. I've reached the, the part of the episode where I just start rambling. So I'm going to stop now. I'm going to say thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Now, if you just found us, um, you're just on the website, fansnotexperts.com, and you're listening, there's many links below where you could contact us or subscribe to the episode, to future episodes. So you can watch me watch every single episode of Mad Men. I've got many, many left. We're still so early in this show. I can't wait to keep going. You can find me on Twitter at MadeManPod or at FansNotExperts. That's the website that we're on. You can find us on Facebook. It's FansNotExperts on Facebook. And of course, FansNotExperts.com. Search MadeMan Podcast and you can find us anywhere. But you know what? It's weird because of course you found us already. You're listening. You know? You're already here. So thank you for being with me. Thank you for coming along with me on this journey as I learn and become a made man. Go Celtics. That's not experts.